0: Welcome back to the Manufacturing Come Up. I'm your host Malachi Greb, and today we have an awesome guest, somebody who's very popular in the industry, and you probably already know who it is, Lauren Liddell with Motor City Spindle Repair. Hi, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm glad to have you. It's good to be here. You've been you've been making waves, especially on LinkedIn. You're you're growing crazily cl- crazily in followers. Um, yeah, just making an impact.
1: Still surreal, but yep. Five years later, we're working. We're putting in work.
0: <laughs> when did when did you start your your LinkedIn journey?
1: Oh gosh, it was July of twenty what is that eight, 18? 2018? I
0: think, 2019, 2019 I think. Nice. Yes. Nice. I might
1: be off there, but July some year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what what made you jump on LinkedIn?
1: Uh, My boss made me jump on LinkedIn. When I was in college, we took a class in communication and they were like, LinkedIn is where you find a job and that's all. So it's only professional content. Like you're just looking for jobs and connecting with people to get you in in an industry. Mm -hmm. And my boss was like, no, it's going to be more than that. And he had me start doing videos and putting myself out there when no one else was really doing that. And now it's gotten us to where we are. So I'm really thankful for him. For making me do that, or having me do that. Right, but
0: is it yeah. was that with the current employer you're with now? Yeah,
1: that was with Motor City Ted Lajinsky, Uh He's a pioneer for LinkedIn. That man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean LinkedIn is like a super powerful place. Like it's yeah. The, my favorite part about it is it's like a good place to be like a social network with like other yeah. professionals and professional conversations and like just being able to go mm-hmm. to a single place for that type of content.
1: Yeah, it's great. And I love that it's now becoming more of like a balance between professional and personal. It's It doesn't have to be like the so mm-hmm. hardcore industry content 24-7 to mm-hmm. make you successful on there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like even a few years ago, it was like much more strict. Like it was, was I know good. like, I think I started LinkedIn like maybe like two and a half years ago going like pretty mm-hmm. hard at it. And like I would write, I'd write content and some things would be about like, Maybe work-life balance, or just whatever, right? And and like people would yeah. just like come in the comments, like, oh, don't write this on LinkedIn. This is for Facebook, not da da da. We like...
1: love that comment, though. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we all
1: get it every single day. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like one thing that's kind of nice is that part, like that's died down a lot from my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And that was also another really cool thing that I noticed from like LinkedIn community is like there's a lot of positivity and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the support on LinkedIn has grown substantially. I mean, it's always been a pretty positive place. You're always going to get those keyboard warriors um, that think that they're invincible online because they can't be face to face with you. But for every like 10 positive comments I see, I see maybe one and that's like really pushing it. So I definitely see way more support than negative.
0: So Go ahead and uh, update the communities where you're currently at in your career and, and some of the things that you're doing.
1: Yeah. So I am now almost five years into my position with Motor City. I started as a national sales manager, well, regional sales manager. I moved over to national sales manager, and now I'm kind of... I don't even know what you would consider me i'm still in sales but i do a lot of marketing and they go hand in hand obviously if you market yourself your sales um can increase if you're doing it the right way hopefully um so i'm marketing and sales and i guess for me personally i'm trying to really just put myself out there as much as i can so thank you for having me on this podcast um i do podcasts i'm trying to do Are doing more trade show, show speakings on panels and things like that. I just, I told you previously that I'm looking to get into schools and do involvement with more of the youth side of things. Um, so I'm really just focusing on being an advocate in the best way possible for women and getting the youth involved and just the industry in general. So putting my name out there a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think you've done a really good job at it.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, but it's been, again, five years of it. So it's really just a, a lot of persistence and, and consistency, like you said. So when I started LinkedIn, um, I think I had out of college like 200 followers and that or connections at that point because it wasn't even followers. But um, it was nothing because I mean, no one was taking it seriously. But then each year, I mean, is, but I post every single day, every single day, Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekends. And you don't really take a day off. Um unless you reach a certain level and you can do that, but um, you gotta be consistent and you're not gonna see 20,000 followers overnight. So yeah, five years every single day and putting myself out there, that's how you see your growth slowly but surely.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have you always been posting uh daily or is it something that you kind of picked up over some time
1: no i have been po- ted this is ted's fault again i say fault but it's like a blessing <laughs> like every single day monday through friday it's been a thing for the last couple of years that i've worked there or all of wow. the years I worked there. Nice. yeah yes
0: nice yeah. yeah i think i mean part of the reason why i'm like taking so much involvement with this linkedin conversation is because linkedin can become such a powerful tool like if you can if you can talk about intelligent things, just really whatever it is that you're doing, right? And like build the, build a community around that, Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: opportunities just start opening up and you're, and there's just like endless possibilities. You might get job offers that come to you versus you having to go to job opportunities. Um, So LinkedIn is like extremely powerful and, and and some of the, like the, the tactics or the strategies or the, just what you do on, on a common practice and, and uh, how it, how it makes an impact over time.
1: Yeah. And I've also, I always tell people who ask me for tips and tricks to LinkedIn, I, I probably do maybe one or two posts about my actual business a week. Um, and then other than that, I do personal posts that can relate to the mass audience. And why do I do that? And that's when we get the Facebook comments. But it's like, you do that because all of your connections and following is not necessarily in the manufacturing industry. But you know what? A lot of their comment or connections, their second connections, third connections are. So them engaging with your posts and relating to your posts can bring a new audience that can tailor to whatever you're in. So you never mm-hmm. just want to constantly push out twenty four seven this work um, and industry information because it doesn't relate to everyone. You want to be a person as well. So that's always yeah. a, a good way to go about it.
0: Yeah, one of our like one of my personal philosophies and like our strategies as a company is like we want to do like five ten percent like sales like. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. buy this thing from us. And then like 80% is like education. And, and, it's, and then within that education is talking to different sectors of individuals. It's, it's college students looking, looking to find employment. It's uh, maybe other professional engineers looking for, for other positions. Maybe it's uh, education along like robotic welding or things along those lines, uh, more mm-hmm. like the technical aspects and like things to think about like for engineers. So like, some of it's like conversations around our customers. Some of it's around conversations around like getting the next generation into uh, manufacturing. Uh, but but in all those posts, like a small amount of that, like that 80% is really kind of just excluding our name out of it. Maybe yeah. there's like some brand coloring. There's something that associates our brand with it, but it doesn't really... Mention our brand
1: right. in that sense, right? Yeah, and because you are the brand. I mean, people know you as that brand already. For for one, for example, I mean, I'm known as obviously Lauren Liddell, but I'm known as the Spindle Chick, and the Spindle Chick is only associated to Motor City Spindle Repair. I mean, the, yes. what else is this? Where would the Spindle come from? So there's that. But I also always put at the end of every single post, no matter if it's personal or professional or whatever it is, tag Motor City because. I am a representation of that company and people know that yeah. and they'll see that always.
0: Yeah. I think that's important too, especially after you like build out a following that, like you put like some type of tag in there to, yep. for people to easily like click and like kind of follow through to like whatever it is that you're doing. Cause you know, there is like, I mean, I think a lot of people and probably yourself included, like do, do this because you kind of just like doing it in general,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? but you know, also too like, it gives the, the, the people that do follow you, the ability to you know, potentially support you in a way. You right.
1: Know? Right. And and support the company that really started it all for me. So I would be nothing without mm-hmm. Motor City and that's who I represent to till this day.
0: So. Going back in time a little bit, did you think that you were ever going to be in manufacturing?
1: I love this question because I always answer <laughs> it the same. Absolutely not. And never, never in my life did I think that I'd end up here. And now I couldn't imagine my life without it. So to give you the kind of quick rundown of where how I got here, I went to school. I was fully convinced I was going to be the next Erin Andrews. And if you guys don't know who that is, that's the sideline reporter for sports. She's like the main main chick. Um, I interned with ESPN hated it probably because i was bringing in coffees every day and i really had to work my way up and i didn't want to take 20 years to do so so i'm a very instant gratification type of person Um, but moral of the story i got a really horrible job out of college hated that as well and i was on indeed one day and i was scrolling through and i saw sales manager for manufacturing and i was just like well, I can talk to people. I have been dealing with talking with predominantly men related fields and sports. Um, that's what I went to school for. So I applied. And a couple weeks later, I met with Ted and five years later, here we are. So it's just, no, I never thought I'd be here though.
0: It's kind of crazy how like, just a simple, like, you know, click of a button, like just scrolling on, uh, indeed. And you, and you just find kind of like, where your career path takes you
1: yeah it's like your forever home is just there and you never would even think twice about it
0: mm-hmm, absolutely mm-hmm. what are what are some particular things that you like about manufacturing and why you think people should get into it
1: i think people should get into it because there's always just something advancing every single day like you're never going to be bored unless you make yourself bored you know so there's always something to learn more about. There's always new technology coming out. There's always new robots. There's always new machining. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. And like the ability that you have to learn these things is just, it's constant. So you can always advance yourself and make yourself more valuable in this industry if you really just put in the work. So I love the advancements. I also love the people here. I've really never met more like salt of the earth people than I have in manufacturing. And, and that's in every state I've traveled all over. And the the people are unmatched and the support in the community is great. So there's really no negative. I mean, there's obviously some negatives, but there's really no negative um, thing about manufacturing besides.
0: Yeah. I mean, one thing that I really like about the manufacturing space is, It's one of those, it's one of those uh, career paths that you can take anywhere, right? Like if you, if you want to do like manufacturing, but there's marketing to manufacturing, there's sales to manufacturing, there's engineering to manufacturing, there's, uh, you know, supervisor, supervisor positions, there's director positions, like uh, so many different positions that, that I think manufacturing gives opportunities for that, like you couldn't get. Uh, in, in any other place or or at least like maybe the the path is not as easily defined like you can go start as as an engineer at a facility or a manager at a facility and work your way up to a director of that facility uh, or of the entire operations and you know really all it takes is like that vision and that that site to be able to you know, take on and, and, and navigate your career path to whatever you'd really like to to see it be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I talk to a lot of the females that I advocate for. I mean, I bring up the fact that there's so many facets to this industry. There's, you don't have to be on the plant floor running a CNC machine to be in, in the manufacturing industry. So, I mean, I'm in sales and marketing and, and I am still in this trade and there's constant mm-hmm. room for advancement and growth. You just, it's all on you. It really is. If you're complacent, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, and that's fine for some people. You're good with the job you're at. That's fine. But every there's so much growth and opportunity here.
0: And for... For you, did you ever anticipate that you would go from being doing sales to being into a marketing type of position?
1: No, no, not at all, <laughs> um, not at all. But you know, I'm so blessed that it worked out this way. And like I said at the beginning, I'm like marketing and sales really is the same exact thing. You're selling who you are as an individual, and you're selling your company. And in, in the end, so marketing yourself is really just increasing your sales.
0: And as far as like the the, the marketing initiatives like that you're doing and that the company is doing, like, I guess as of right now, do you, do you have uh, much involvement on, on the entire marketing of the company or where does yeah. that kind of play?
1: So I am pretty much the entire marketing of our company. I have uh Carl Frazier who is an amazing videographer that we hired that works directly with me. Other than that, I mean, we're our marketing department at this point. So we, we do all of our, posting and and communicating with our team members on what to post and all our social medias so yeah we wear some yeah. we wear a lot of hats over here but we love it
0: I think it's a, a really good approach and I think that uh, a lot of companies need to like get involved with like having their having their employees do yes. some of the posting and have like you know and but also be able to support them because I think one of the issues is like even the companies who want their employees to post they don't ever like say like hey, here's content to post. Right, they don't know here's, where to start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I get that question frequently and they're like, Lauren, how do you get the machinists to post? Or how do you get the admin to post? And it's just like, well, first of all, you guys, you have to help, you just have to help. They're not gonna know, that's not what they were hired on for. They probably have no background in that. Um, you have to provide the content if you can. A lot of the times they can do it themselves because they're not, it, not capable of it. Um, but I literally have every single one of us on a text thread, and I they post the link that they of their posts for the day, and we all go like and comment on it. And it takes two seconds to make a post. So if you're providing that content with for them, they just have to log on and post it, and then you all go like and comment, and, and everyone's just benefiting. But you have to you have to be helpful to them, not just expect it.
0: That's a big thing that we're like we're doing is we have. Uh, we have content that's created. Some people will like create their own content, like, like different versions. Like, Hey, just give me, give me the picture and, and then I'll write the copy for it. Or yes. give me, give me the copy and I'll, and I'll take the picture of something that I'm actually doing out here on the shop floor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, I think being able to have that, uh, Oh, what's the word for it? Just being agile and, 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 and being, and everybody also having like their their own input because like right. we've also tested like if we just feed them content only how does that look yeah or if they get, if they have feedback and what the con- what the content is like how it performs better and uh has its own voice
1: right and everyone exactly has their own personality you don't want robots for your team 24 7 so make sure that people are st- even if you provide that content still have a say in what they're posting because ultimately it's for their own personal profile so Yep. You got to be yourself everyone. You that what's that quote you got to be yourself everyone else is taken or whatever? But truly.
0: So, what are what are some of the things that you you feel have uh helped propel you in your k- career?
1: I think 100%, it's again staying true to myself. I mean, I never put on a face that I am not genuine about. I really want to be and have hoped to be kind of the girl next door on LinkedIn. I like I've never wanted to come off as something i'm not or try to try to prove that i'm something i'm not um i stand true in my faith i'm i I really am just myself and i think that people want to connect with other genuine people they don't want to connect Mm -hmm. with this sales pitchy person 24 7 who i mean you know what i'm getting at here you just have to be a genuine person because ultimately people connect with people and that's what i try to put out Mm -hmm. there i share my life experiences i really don't hold back but also hold back enough if that makes sense so yeah always be respectful yeah. and just maintain what you want to give off in the right way always
0: one thing that i've noticed that that i'm kind of changing in, in in my posting is being a little bit more open and like sharing a little bit more of my backstory you know i kind of i kind of came from not like a, a pretty rough like like teenage years and stuff like that and uh and and so you know there's a lot of those things like I don't bring up and I don't talk about but like uh, it's things that like some some of those things I'm kind of letting you know at least mentioning some more of it right because right. there's other people out there in the industry you know like like Andrew Crow like you know he he also had like a, a rough upbringing and 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 the way that he's sharing and 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 ba- ba- being able to influence individuals uh, by by seeing his story and. And seeing how he's overcame and gotten to where he's at right now like those are really powerful to like the younger crowd and those who like maybe they don't think that they can be successful in their lives or or that you know they don't they they don't have anybody in their family that's ever went to college and and so you know they don't really have anybody giving them good insights of like hey go to this school or hey do this thing like they're not even the parents aren't even really advising them on like uh you know college career paths and and whatnot right and I think the open conversations about those things are are very important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's always, I call it the three R's. It's real, raw, and resonate. And that's like people that can connect with you on a human level. Like I said, you're not a Mm -hmm. robot. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I have not not a horrible childhood at all, but I have life situations that have come up previously in in the last year, even that I really have connected with people about um, because I've been so open and share enough, but not put everything out there because you don't need to do that. It's whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. But people will cherish and appreciate you for that. And your experience on LinkedIn and, and social media in general will grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, if you're open yeah. to that. What are,
0: what are some, uh, other characteristics that you think have, uh, help propel you in your career?
1: Um, I think a lot of the fact that we don't see a lot of female representation has propelled me. Um, the fact that we don't see a lot of people under the age of 60 in this in this industry has propelled me. And to be one of the person that fits into both those categories, um, I feel like it's my responsibility and part of my process with being in manufacturing to just advocate for that. And um, so that has definitely propelled me to to talk to people and get out there and put my face out there and my name and the company I work for. So I just want to, yeah. I want other people to see that it's okay and um, and yeah. feel at home and understood here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think and one, one thing that's uh, kind of cool about like women advocacy in, in the manufacturing space, this is kind of funny, this is coming from a man, but uh, the a lot of a lot of times, the reason why a man also doesn't want to join the industry is because there's not enough women in it, and, and you know,
1: <laughs> really, you don't say.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you look at a lot, a lot of relationships and marriages and things like that, and a lot of them, you know, they transpire from like work atmospheres, and uh, you know, if you if you go to work and ninety percent of the people you're working with are guys, and you're a guy, and then you're kind of like, huh, well. <laughs> It's going to be hard to, hard to find a life partner here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely understand that. I mean, you walk into a shop anywhere, literally anywhere, and you maybe see one female for every hundred guys. It's just, it's unbelievable. I don't know if you've been to IMTS, but what, when was this four years ago, my first IMTS, I walked in there and I could probably count on both my hands, like how many chicks I saw walking around. And, Mm. um, I don't know what the statistics are, but I think we've gone up like 5% in the of female representation in the last like four years. So we're going up, but it's just, it's still so just not there. It's just not there. Right. So yeah. we, I'm surrounded by a bunch of women that I'm, I'm just honored to work around, but they are great advocates and I love seeing that because it's needed.
0: What are some of the, the tips that you have for individuals who are in college and looking to, uh, To get into the space
1: i think the first thing is truly just know your worth and and know that you can go into an industry where you don't see people like you um, and still be successful because we need that and like we will support that and i think people are so scared to join this industry if if they don't see people like them but the people in this industry are praying for people like that to join and i think probably 98 percent would be so supportive. So the the pros truly outweigh the cons. Um, know your worth. Don't be scared. Just be that new individual. When I started, I like I said, I didn't see anyone like me really. And um, I put myself out there and now I'm ho- hoping to help others do that. But be that person. Be that person that steps in and, and makes people see people like you. So know your worth. I would also say just don't get discouraged if you don't see the growth um, immediately it's not going to happen in 24 hours um it's been a years and years process for all of us here um Mm -hmm. but we're all here as not not pioneers but people who have done this and can help you along the way we're ready to help you so know your worth be consistent and dedicated and just constantly better yourself and i swear you will see some great success here
0: yeah yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of these things, so many things, in, in just life and career, it's just it's a long game. It's a a matter of just putting in long, hard work for years and years and years, and and that's mm-hmm. really where success comes from. It's not nothing really happens over overnight, and it's like very minuscule the amount of people that do become like successful overnight. It's it's years and years of work. Like I think I think a one thing that kind of points this out is you can have like an artist of some kind, music music artist or whatever, and they produce 200 videos, right? And mm-hmm. and they have a collected amount of views of like 50,000 views. And then they output uh, one video that happens to go viral. And then wow. from that one viral video, all the content they've been doing all the hard work they've been putting in for years is now getting seen and now getting recognized. Whereas before maybe it wasn't showing up in an algorithm and or, or whatever it may be right but yeah. something shined a light on that and then and then created that exposure for the for that platform and for success yeah their, their yes
1: and it that's so true like it literally can just take one post and but that is you can't hold out for that because you never know if anything of yours will go viral but it yeah. really can it can it can change that quickly um, but you're never going to know that unless you're putting in those consistent hours so and never just hope for that Just be consistent and your numbers will shoot up eventually um, and just be genuine. Don't put on a face. Don't try to be something you're not because it's very easy to, there's people in this industry who've been in here longer than I've been alive. And if you really think that you know what you're talking about but you don't, they're going to know immediately and not take you seriously. So put in the hours and effort to know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. One thing that actually has been like a transition for me, like over the past maybe six months or so is trying to be like maybe a little bit less serious and a little bit less professional, Mm -hmm. because like, I noticed one thing, like especially like doing these podcasts and things like that, like I try to take them very serious. I try to be professional with them. And, and like with that, it kind of creates this layer and kind of creates this wall of like, maybe where people can't relate or it's just, maybe it's, it's not necessarily just myself because like when I shut off the camera, I cut up more, I make more jokes. I, you know what I mean? I'm, I kind of, I'm kind of, I'm a very serious person, but I'm also uh, I'm like I'm the most serious unserious person you ever meet. Yeah, right. (laughs) Got a lot of layers over there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I know I I that's so true. It's like you never know when and when to turn it on and off but i think definitely in the last few years people just want to chill a little bit more i I, maybe that's ever since COVID, even because it's all been virtual and this is the only way that we can ever show our personalities is through online um Mm -hmm. but yeah everyone just wants to hold a conversation and just be like like i'm not even thinking remotely about who would be watching this from now on it's just like we're having a conversation and you just got to just be yourself. And that's great that you've, you've realized that for you.
0: We we came from a age of time where things were more serious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, 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 and it, you know, maybe it happened back, back at, at the farm, whenever, you know, we was doing farming and like, it was very serious that we went out there and we plowed the fields and, and, you know, basically created a livelihood for ourselves and then transitioned into business. And like, there's this older age of business. And then, now we're in an era where I think that I think the younger generation that that's one of the good thing that they're going to bring in is like they're going to be more lively. They're going to care a lot more about the happiness in the work culture that we live in. Whereas, you know, I'm not going to say that that didn't exist before, but I think people just worked jobs their entire lives that they really didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I think this this next Generation is going to be more resilient to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about how many hours of your life you spend working. It's just like you—you have to be. Otherwise, you're just going to be a miserable person, and you're going to—that's going to feed onto others. And so, especially with an online presence, you gotta—you gotta be positive as much as you possibly can, not all the time, and be fake about it. But truly, you gotta inspire and bring some positivity to the world mm because Lord knows we need it. So. We do. Yeah. And I completely agree. People are, people are starting to do that and that's what people get drawn to. Even myself. I'm just like, mm-hmm. that's a great person. That's what I want to admit into the world. And, um, yeah, it'll make us all better.
0: I'm starting to see like a lot of newer companies as well. They're like, they're doing things like, like painting things. They're, they're painting. They're like painting the in- inside of their facility. Their facility is nice and clean versus being that, 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 uh, you know, dull and dirty, uh, environment and and i think that helps a lot too whenever you walk in and it's a bright bright white facility and it's nice and crisp and clean and and uh the brand colors is like a really cool thing so like not only is like your marketing like outward facing but it's inward facing and and the people of of your company are able to like see the creativity that the marketing team is generating internally inside the company mm-hmm yep like
1: any little bit helps truly People just are drawn to things that are exciting and positive, and it can really just change the entire company's demeanor. So I love that.
0: Absolutely. One cool thing that I've seen before was uh, somebody, somebody even was like utilizing their brand colors for like signage in the bathrooms.
1: Ooh, I love that. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Like employees wash your hands before leaving the bathroom or whatever, but it would be like in, in their brand color. So yeah. And that small
1: things like that, it's just like make an effort, every aspect of it, not even just marketing, like just as a business owner, think of things like that, that will make people just be a little bit more bright in certain areas. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing, one thing that you mentioned was positivity. Yeah. What, what are some good ways that, that you try to keep yourself positive and try to like radiate positivity into the world.
1: Well, I'm not going to get all religious on you, but truly, really quick, it is. The, it's I am religious, so that, I mean, that's I always try to give grace in every single post that I make, and I know that people are struggling um, way more than I ever have in my life. So, whatever I post, I try and uplift and encourage, and let people know that even if you're not a religious person, like. There will be a light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to keep pushing, and there's there's people here for you and with you and experiencing this alongside of you. So you're never alone, and you just truly need to believe that. So every post that I do, I like to do like a like a quote or um, I'm share my personal experience, but it truly is just uplifting others because when you uplift someone else, we can all succeed. It's like a ladder. So. Yeah. yeah give grace and be supportive is what i say
0: yeah absolutely You know, there's a lot of like my success that has been driven from like individuals on social media so like that's one big thing for me like whenever it comes to like creating content it's like trying to like influence individuals into like making the next step in their career or if they're they're you know contemplating doing something like starting a business that maybe they read a post and that that post is the thing that that makes them you know pull pull the trigger um You know, I I listened to so much like Gary Vanderchuk and, you know, uh, Patrick David's and Grant Cardone's and all these individuals that are, you know, talking about all these different business things. I did that for years as like a nine to five employee and just Mm -hmm. like spending all my free time listening to these individuals. And uh, I started realizing over time that like I'm building up a a amount of wisdom and, and knowledge that Nobody else around me is 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 uh you know doing, and it it basically just created that light for me. Like it just took that trigger yeah. for me to be able to kind of take that leap and 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 start a company and and you know take a risk.
1: Yeah, and by bettering yourself, you really have the ability to better others, and that's the whole point of like putting in those hours and that work is to not only help yourself, but do something greater with your with your online presence. If you're able to reach even one person, it's worth it. So that's that's how I view it.
0: Where where are people going to be able to find you at this? Show? Are you going to any events or what does that look like?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of getting that all scheduled out as we speak. It's all coming up. Um, but I know I'm going to be at PMTS in Cleveland. So I'll be there probably okay. doing a lot of other trade shows as well, speaking on some panels and I'll keep everyone updated on that. But we're working that out but if anyone wants me you reach out to me and i can do my best to be wherever (laughs) you need
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah that's another big thing for like us like i'm trying to like time optimization i'm really trying to land like some speaking engagements for the events that we attend so like you know i think that just at least attending events is, is like ultra valuable and i think that it's definitely worth it to make like Make an appearance, shake some hands, especially like if you like with being an influencer and have like a lot of followers and stuff like that. Like you get to go out there and actually meet with the with the people of the industry, and and yeah. I think that has a very significant value to it. Um, but like for the optimization of time thing, it's like it's nice. Like if something else is directly taking me there, right? And then then I'm also there for for the other reasons as well.
1: Right. I think I went to probably literally every single trade show possible last year. And I can I'll, we'll talk after and I'll tell you which ones are worth it and not, but like, <laughs> that's absolutely true. You want to put a face to the name and actually be that person that you are online. Um, so people can, can really see that. So I, I love that yeah. too. Yep. Yeah.
0: I, also, I think just the events in general are like really good for people to go to, um, actually kind of a funny thing. We were at the, at a few, so we went also went to like almost every event this, this past year. And, uh, there, there would be like instances where i'd be like oh lauren's here let's go let's go run by their booth or whatever let's go run and you know see yeah. where they're at like you're seeing it on a on some stages of a couple of them and uh you know he's basically trying to trying to meet up with different people there's like three different events we went to we i we missed you at every one of them and of then there course. was like <laughs> <laughs> there was like like multiple of the events like we ended up missing everybody that we was trying to see and yeah. uh But it's kind of funny, though, like how how everybody gets together at these events and and everybody's running around doing their own thing.
1: Yeah, they're like, we're running with our heads cut off. It's a mile, like a mile a minute. It's crazy. But yeah, I went to IMTS and it's it's so weird, like being an influencer and meeting other influencers. Like you're just like you meet in person and you're just like, whoa, this is so it's just surreal. You know what
0: I'm talking about.
1: But yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd love to meet you guys in person, though. We need to make that happen.
0: Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. I think, uh I know we'll be at AME. I think we're speaking at AME. So, when is that we'll again?
1: Definitely... the one in Michigan, correct?
0: Yep. Yep. I think it's in August, August? if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That yeah. was last year.
1: Okay. Well, there we go. We got a few months, but it'll happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen. Yep. Yeah. We'll be at, at some other ones, I'm sure. Especially like we're definitely the some of the Chicago ones. Those aren't too bad for us with being in. Evansville, Indiana. Yeah, Uh, So we'll probably be there as well.
1: Yeah, same. I'm right up the road. So I'll probably see you guys there too.
0: Well, do you have any last valuable tips that you'd like to add to the community?
1: Just be yourself, (laughs) be yourself, be genuine. People don't want a robot and um, always give grace to everyone because you never know what they're going through. So that's my advice.
0: (laughs) Couldn't agree with you more. Where can people find you at?
1: Um, they can find me on LinkedIn, Lauren Liddell. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram, Lauren the Spindle Chick. And yeah, that's where I post all of our updates. And then Motor City Spindle Repair is where I work and keep in touch with them as well because that's where I am.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you for being on today. I appreciate yeah. having you.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been an honor being here.
0: Thank you. Appreciate your positive energy.
1: Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> Likewise. Let's keep it up Thank in the future. You. Let's do another one of these.